Hey, and welcome again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. Hey, and today we are finally in John chapter 9. Where we left yesterday is Jesus. He made his escape out of the temple when the Jewish leaders, they had finally had enough of Jesus and they were ready to stone him. They picked up stones to take Jesus's life. But what we know is time has not yet come. And so now today we are in John chapter 9 and we're going to find we're going to find another one of Jesus's signs. Another sign that reveals something about him. And there's going to be, you can almost guess it, there's going to be a ton of drama about around this sign and the significance of it. And so today we're going to really have the introduction and over the next few days we will work through the entire narrative. So let's jump in. John chapter 1 verses 1 through 3. Our text today is, uh, it starts right here. It says, as he, Jesus, passed by, he saw a blind or a man blind from birth and his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Now, I want to stop right there. We'll get to Jesus' answer in a minute. But let's understand the question they're asking is actually a question that we still ask today. When we see someone with some sort of um, infirmity, or when we see someone with some sort of disease, when we see someone with, someone with some sort of disability, <clears throat> in the back of our mind sometimes, we, we can think in our minds, you know what? Maybe it's their fault. Maybe it's their sin that is the cause for the, the illness or the trial that they're going through. Or maybe it's their parents. Maybe it's because of what their parents did that this person is dealing with that. And so we can have this maybe unverbalized question in the back of our mind. And maybe it's more than a question. Maybe it becomes part of our worldview where we begin to start to look at life and say those who are afflicted, they have some sort of grievous sin in their life. And those who are successful, <coughs> there's, there's some sort of purity in their life or they've, they've made some holy or wise choices. But look at Jesus' answer. Jesus answered, it was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. Now, here's this incredible answer that Jesus gives. He, he, this answer, Jesus is teaching that there are situations where there is something wrong, where there is something evil in the world, and God is intending a greater purpose for that. Now, are there times when someone faces the consequence for their sin? Absolutely. If someone were to go and, and drink until they're intoxicated and then drive their car and get in a, a terrible accident and hurt themselves gravely, guess what? This is a natural consequence of their sin. This is a natural consequence, right? Or if you were to take that, uh, that same person and let's say they have, they have a family, and they're constantly drinking and, and in their alcoholism, in their rebellion against God and seeking after whatever kind of satisfaction they have through these things, they are, they are abusive to, toward their family. Well, you could look at their kids and the, the ordeal that their kids experience and you can say it's not those kids and their sin, but it really is <clears throat> their parents' sin that has had a, a grievous impact on their life. And so are there times where there is a consequence toward us for our sin or there's a consequence toward people because of their, their parents' sin? Sure, absolutely. But Jesus looks at this man <clears throat> who was born blind and he says, that's not the case here. This man, there is something special that is about to happen. 
Jesus actually says, this man, he says, it was not that this man was sin, sin or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. What Jesus declares in this moment is setting up the rest of our chapter 9. It's setting up to reveal the works of God in this man's life. And ultimately, it's setting up the, his healing where we see that Jesus, once again, is showing who he is. The one who is able to heal a man who has been blind from birth. Again, this, this leads us to marvel at Christ. This leads us to, to have our jaws drop to the floor, recognizing that Jesus, there is none other like him. And so where does this leave us for our ancient way for our modern day? Well, again, I think this is kind of a, a two-parter. First of all, this gives us a theological worldview in the way we approach those who deal with great difficulty or trial or physical abnormality. Those who deal with those kind of issues, we don't just look at them and say, oh, this person has something that is not, not correct in them physically, and so obviously they have some sort of hidden or special sin, or obviously their parents have done some evil. We should not think that way as believers. But secondly, and more importantly, we should recognize that God uses the evil. He uses the, the difficulty. He uses infirmity. He uses sickness. He uses all of these things that we see in this world as negative. He uses those for good and ultimately to display his glory. How he does this is varied. How he does this is sometimes hidden, yet this is a promise we have. We can trust in this. And this is our ancient way for our modern day.